Hello, this is Tiara. Hello, this is Allie. And this is the Goddess Vibration. Welcome back for another episode. We are really, really excited about this episode because we have a special guest. And we're going to be talking about healing modalities. So I'm hoping that this episode will really give you guys lots of options when it comes to exploring not only your spiritual journey, but some of the things that you can do to enhance your spiritual journey, to really dig into some of the necessary healing and the different options that are available to you if that's something that you want to do. Um, so myself and Allie would love to introduce you guys to Ms. Mary Armanderas. I'm sorry, Mary. Did I say your last name right? It's Armanderas. Like, is it Spanish? It's perfect. Well Woo-hoo. done. Yeah. That's right, you guys. I know Spanish. Um, so, and I should know Spanish. So, no, you really <laughs> should. You really should. You actually literally live in Colombia. Um, so, it's a work in progress. Uh, it is a work in progress. And, you know, I, I support you in that. Um, so, yeah, so we are so excited about this because Mary actually uses a healing method that I feel like is really, really valuable. And it's something that all of us probably need in some way. So I'm going to let her talk about that a little bit later. But first, I do want to share that when it comes to healing modalities, myself and Allie do offer different healing methods as well as services. Um, It just kind of depends on what you're looking for. So we've talked about in previous episodes how me and Allie can do things like channeling, um, soul integration, when it comes to speaking to your soul to see some of the necessary healing that might be necessary, in addition to mediumship um, and spiritual coaching. So I know Allie offers a lot more than that. I'll let her speak on that um, when she's ready to do so. But I just want to let you guys know that when it comes to necessary healing, you guys do have options in all of us here. So please do keep that in mind if you're looking for something. Um, You guys know how to reach us on our website. So you do have options at your disposal. Absolutely. Healing is not an easy journey. I think all three of us can attest to that, but it is necessary and we encourage any and all who are even afraid to do the journey to jump in and do it because as scary as it may be or as daunting as it may be, it is it's such a rewarding self-discovery journey. It really the rewards definitely um, outweigh all the scary and all the fear and all the doubt. So as always, we will always encourage you to take this journey. Absolutely. So with that said, I think we should just dive right in to Miss Mary. And she has this really fascinating story about Um, how she came into her gifts and like how she came into this specific healing method. So I'm just going to let her, you know, share all of that because it is so, so interesting. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Mary Armanderis and I'm a power retrieval guidance coach. And I started my um, journey when I was a young, young girl growing up Catholic in a huge Catholic family. Um, I always felt not loved, unworthy, unworthy to receive, scared of God. 
And uh, long story short, I ended up getting pregnant and at 17, 18 years old. And I had my beautiful baby daughter, but you know, I was so full of guilt and shame because I had these belief systems inside me that I was doing something wrong, that I did something wrong. I couldn't even talk to my mom and dad about being pregnant because I was so feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to hell for having this child out of wedlock. Mm. So that was the beginning of feeling just so um, like the lowest vibration you could possibly be is guilt and shame. And it wasn't even my guilt and shame. This guilt and shame comes from your past lives. It comes from your beliefs and patterns. And um, so I had this already vibrating inside of me. And I ended up marrying a man that was 15 years older than me. So here I was in this major pattern of giving away my power, my energy to other people. And I was going down this path of of just no self-care, no self-love, and just leaking my energy constantly until my, my daughter gave me a book about the angels, the 12 archangels. And I opened that book and started reading that book. And I went, wait a minute, wait a minute. It truly was a divine intervention. It was like, I don't need to be living like this. I don't need to be living in fear and guilt and shame and leaking my energy and giving it to everybody else and not bringing in self-care into who, to me, looking at me. How am I feeling? What do I need, Mary? That was completely not there at all. And I know a lot of us have the same story of not um, giving ourselves self-care and leaking our energy constantly. I know a lot of us don't sleep at night. When you don't sleep at night, you're leaking your energy. So I discovered how to retrieve my energy and that energy never dies. So it's all there. All those thoughts and feelings are all there for us to reclaim. So I help um, people all over the world reclaim their energy, bring their power back to them, ignite the fire that lives within them. So I do power retrieval um, coaching and guidance. And it is amazing how many people have transformed their lives with simple healing techniques. So that's who I am. I just think that is so incredible just because the situation you described with your former spouse and how you leaked your power to him, I think is something that a lot of people can relate to. And it's absolutely something that I can relate to, too, because I know I've been in several relationships that were like that, where like I gave away all my power to this other individual and this person had power and influence over me in ways that I didn't even fully realize. So I'm, I'm, I'm so fascinated by this. It's called power retrieval. Yes. Power retrieval. Uh-huh. Yes. And it is very powerful. And um, people don't realize that we're doing it on the daily. Yes. Leaking our energy and giving our power away to other people. Can you share a little bit more about what that looks like when it comes to like leaking your emotional and mental energy to like, others or to other places? Like what, can you give some examples about like what that means or what that looks like? Oh my gosh. Yes, of course. So we have, we're all made of, um, masculine and feminine energy. Um, 
God source, um, whatever you like to call um, the divine energy of love is made out of divine feminine and masculine energy. And so are all the angels. So are your guides. Everything has got feminine and masculine energy. So when our vibration is at a lower state, so I like to look at it like this. So we have the old male and the old female. No, those are the the lowest vibration of the divine masculine and the divine feminine that lives within us. So when we go into the old male, that is when the ego was stepping in and the ego is in future expectations. It's in judging. It's in wanting. It's in control. When we're in that state of mind, we are at a low vibration and we are leaking our energy. So, so when we're in the old male, we're leaking our energy when we're in those controlling thoughts. Anytime you look at something and you judge, you're leaking your energy. You're leaking your power. Now, let's go to the old female. The old female comes in and she goes, oh my gosh, everything's going to come back from the past. It's going to repeat itself. Uh, I f- and then the guilt comes up and the shame comes up. Truly. That is the lowest you can go is when you're in the old female and that leaks your energy so quickly. So let's go back. What is the female? The female is our emotion, right? It's our emotion. It's where our intuition flows. The masculine is where the creative ideas come in. But uh, that's the highest divine. When you're in your male, your masculine energy is when the creation comes in. And then when they're in perfect balance, the feminine and the masculine are the divine highest. That's when the magic comes in for you because you're in, so the male comes in, the divine, the creation comes in, the idea, and then it needs to be balanced with the intuition. So then the hit comes in and goes, oh yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. So it's really important to have these two things in balance. Now, when we're living throughout our day, our daily lives, and we wake up and we're grouchy and we're pissed off about the dog peeing on the rug or whatever, you're leaking your energy. When you've got that anger, that rage, you're leaking your energy. When you're worried that that paycheck isn't going to come in or how am I going to pay the bills tomorrow? How am I going to pay them in a month? How am I going to pay them in the year? We all do that, right? Where am I going to be in 10 years? That is a major energy leaker. We need to learn to be in the present point. Yeah, Mary, sure, you can just say that. But how do you do that? You need to start getting control of the way we think, the way we feel, um, the way we take care of ourselves, the way we speak to ourselves. We need to get that in control. So the best tool for that is good old violet fire. So most of you have heard of the violet flame of St. Germain, right? Well, I, yes, absolutely comes in the violet fire and um, with St. Germain, but I do it even in a more simpler way. You just imagine violet fire energy of violet is the color of transformation and forgiveness. When you start working with this color, your life will change quickly and you'll learn how to be in the present moment. So 
We all know that the chakras, we all talk about the chakras, chakra, chakra, chakras. Yes, they're the number one important thing in our life because they are our spiritual energy batteries. So the crown chakra is where the um, violet flame lives, the violet fire energy lives. So what I like to teach people when we're running that mind in the past or in the future, you you pretend you have this violet fire energy um, hat on your head and you need it to cover all the way down to your ears and you just stand in this energy for a moment and it'll bring you back to the present point in time. So that's just a cool one little example. That is like the number one thing everybody be sh- should be working with is the the flame because that is the color of transformation and forgiveness. Now, if anybody ever has a session with me, you will know that color inside and out because I actually take you in a river. We go into a river of violet energy. So let's not call it flame because that sometimes that freaks people out. What is it going to burn yeah. me? No, it's energy. Right. Remember, we're made of energy. And I actually put people in this energy and we release the fear. We release the doubt. We open up the meridians and it flows through you, releasing it from your RNA, your DNA and your cells, right? Because they're Mm -hmm. imprints. Yes. So this is the quickest tool, simple, fastest tool to transform yourself quicker and get you back in the present point in time. So it's kind of like a clearing, like yeah, like an energy clearing almost. Hundred percent. It's deeper than an energy clearing. It's it's a cellular clearing. It's an it's a programming that's been programmed in you. It's 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 the most incredible fastest way to um, transform yourself out of that fear. Because why why are we in judging controlling mode? Because of fear. Why are we always in the past in shame, guilt, worry? Because of fear. Hmm. Now, why are we here on planet Earth? Does anybody know? I kind of know. Why are we here? We are here. First of all, let's back up. Schoolroom Earth. This is a school. What is this a school for? It's a school for your oversoul, your higher self. Okay? So... We have our soul, our oversoul, and it and and then it says, you know what? I want to go learn about schoolroom earth. So I'm gonna make this personality Mary, and I'm gonna bring her down here, and I'm gonna have her have a really crappy childhood. She's not gonna feel love. She's gonna have a child at a young age. She's gonna marry somebody who's 15 years older than her. She's gonna go through shame, guilt, fear, stress, you neighbor. We're gonna throw it all on her. Hmm. Now my soul is going, hey, Mary, hey, Mary, connect to me, connect to me. I know the way out of this, right? So once you start tapping into this energy that you can get from your oversoul to tell you on the right path to move forward, then you learn how to bring in the purple flame to start getting all this stuff that I've done all through my life, all the patterns, the grief, all of that start flowing out of me. I went on one way and then all of a sudden, (laughs) this always happens to me, like all of a sudden the guides come in, they go, nope, you're going to talk about the soul. So excuse me for that. 
<laughs> it's okay. We do that, that all the time. Okay. We rant. <laughs> we go on tangents all the, not purposely, but we go on tangents all the time. Yeah. I was, I was like, where am I going with this? Oh, so anyways, <laughs> I just have to say that that is really fascinating. Um, I have the ability to also see auras so I can see like entities and energy auras, but I can also see colors like within myself. Mm-hmm. And typically I always see violet. And so yeah. I, as you were talking about like the purple flame, I was just like, huh, I wonder if that's what I'm seeing. You are seeing that because that's the crown chakra. So if you can learn how to step into the purple flame and say, um, I'm open to transmute, I'm open to receive, and I'm open to reconnect. I'm telling you, all the listeners that are listening here, your life will change it, fast. It absolutely will. Um, I have been told by some of the archangels, because Tiara and I both know archangels, and we can channel them. And one of them actually told me that I am like a master transmuter. I didn't really know what that meant. And, um, so I started, so I hit the internet and started doing my own research and transmuting is actually a really interesting and powerful gift. It really is. And, and people can do it to themselves, right? Cause we all have the abilities, all the gifts that we talk about today, every single person that's listening to this podcast and beyond all have their own gifts. It's yes. just a matter of tapping into those gifts and And the big word here is willing. Are you willing, right? Because the will, this schoolroom earth is the only place where we have free will. Yeah. So so if you really want to change and you really want your guidance from guides, your guides and your team of angels and helpers in heaven, you have to ask. They cannot help you unless you ask. And that's an important thing that we need to talk about. Because they're all sitting around going, hey, when is Mary going to finally reach out and ask for a little guidance, a little help? Right. We've all been there. We definitely have. Yeah. So, Mary, I was hoping you could share a little bit more about the story that you had in regards to, you said you read a book about the archangels. Um, I'm fascinated Mm -hmm. to know more about well, first of all, what that book was, because I've never heard of it, but also how it impacted you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the 12 archangels of the, from, of the central sun. And it, um, it's Belinda Womack. And she's, my, she's been my teacher for over 11 years or so. Wow. Um, so she channels the 12 archangels. Oh. And she, yeah. But it's interesting because the way... So whoever reads this book, some people will go, this is not a book for me, right? Everybody has their own thing. And you might get something completely different than I got out. So what what I got out of it was power retrieval. What I've learned from the angels is power retrieval because that's my gift. That's what I'm here to help people do, right? Like each one of us has our own gifts and talents. So um, so what I got from working with the angels and healing myself was you didn't love yourself. 
You didn't respect the divine feminine that lived within you. Why? Because I was at the lowest. I was with shame, guilt, right? That was just running my system. My vibration was completely off. And when I do go back into that, I can catch myself now and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's starting to build up because, and I know you ladies know this, you can work on yourself constantly, constantly, but it's another layer that comes up, right? That yes. needs to be cleared. Yes. So it, it's a nonstop, it's a nonstop thing. What did you ask me? What was the question you asked me again? I'm sorry. Well, I was just curious to know how the book impacted you. I mean, you shared already a little bit of that about how when you read the book, for you, what resonated was power retrieval. For me, it was it was deep healing that I didn't need to live in anxiety and fear anymore. And that's what I was ah. doing. I was constantly beating myself up. I was constantly in the past and I was judging. I was judging others. And now when we judge people, we're judging ourselves. It's a mirror reflection. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned to keep my mouth shut. I have learned to learn to look at that person and send them love. I might not like what they're doing or what they're saying, but I'm not going to judge them because that is their deal. I'm not going to jump out of my lane or out of my movie theater and go and put my energy into it. It's what's happening right now on school, school room earth right now. We've got all this war, all this crisis, this elections business, all of this business. And when one of us puts our energy in it, we're fueling it. We're fueling that. And the more and more of us put more energy in it, now we're getting more fear, right? Fear is more raising up. So it's important to stay in our own lane and observe it and be neutral. Don't put your energy into it. You can see it, but don't put your energy into it because that's how the fuel is going to die down, right? Yeah. So you were talking about how when you read the book that you, what resonated for you was power retrieval. Mm -hmm. And you talked a little bit about clearing our energies and how we can do that to help kind of facilitate healing in many ways. I was wondering if you could share a little mm -hmm. bit more about what techniques or practices can help us retrieve our lost power. Oh, sure. So the greatest thing is, is always setting intention, right? We always want to set an intention because intention is the number one thing that you can change anything in your life. So when you want to retrieve your power, I like to go back to those times. And the more you start being aware of your life and the circumstances of where you let your energy leak, where you gave away your free will, right? So a lot of people yeah. have given a, um, your, your free will away. So let's talk about, let's go to, let's go to sex. Let's go to sex because we're all women here. Okay. And how many times did you, you were in a situation where you really didn't want to have sex, but you did it anyways? Oh. That is a major, major, because it's against your will, right? You didn't yeah. want to. Um, you were scared. You were frightened. Whatever the circumstances, you're being manipulated. And you had sex with this person. That is a major energy leaker huge. So you go back to that time. You look at that time. 
You're going to put it in that violet fire energy. You're going to put that person you had sex with, whoever it was, you're going to put yourself in that violet fire energy and you're going to go, I forgive. Even if I don't want to forgive, I forgive. So you could do this with sexual abuse. You could do this with anything, right? This is powerful. I forgive. Even if I don't want to forgive, I forgive anyways. That right there, you saying that right there releases that energy. And you say, I calm my innocence back, purified and restored. Because we want the energy to come back to us in a higher vibration than the way it was taken from us. Absolutely. I have a funny feeling there's going to be some people that are really need this on this podcast because the emotions are really coming up for me right now. So this oh. is really good that we're talking about this. So um, so then you, you look at the situation, you put it in violet fire, you put that person in violet fire. Sometimes what I like to do is actually kick that person into a violet fire lake pool, whatever you want, kick that situation, kick it in there. I forgive and I let it go. And then you come back and you go, I call, I call my sexual energy back. I call my emotional energy back, purified and restored. Um, And just those simple things, your energy is going to come back to you because it's your intention. So that's just a, that's a, just a basic healing way to retrieve your power. Wow. That's so fascinating. Um, no, and it makes total sense because I have seen people um, and on TikTok, like I've seen posts where people will have intentions that are specifically geared towards taking back your power, like from all power losses and multiple lifetimes, um, from multiple experiences mm-hmm. and seizing that power back. And that's some very powerful mm-hmm. stuff. It really is. And it's very life changing too. It, mm-hmm. it it'll truly change your life. So, but the, the the cool thing is, is once you open that door and you learn how to do this, so you can do your mental, your emotional, your innocence. Right? There's tons. There's it, it's there's huge. But going back to those scenarios that you really gave your energy and your free will to somebody else, that's when the magic starts happening. And then once you can start seeing it and feeling that energy come back, you're going to become a bigger, brighter, more expanded soul. And that's what we want to do. That's why we're here to expand ourselves beyond, right? Absolutely. Um, You know, something that our listenership should also know is that, you know, we've had multiple lifetimes we've reincarnated even sometimes thousands of times depending how old your soul is and especially if you come to earth because of it being a school and because of free will and among I mean school earth is the toughest it's the it's the toughest system to be and we come here to learn specific lessons but also experience free will And I think it's important for people to understand is that as we reincarnate, we will continue like the same. If we need to learn a lesson and if we haven't cleared it, we are going to go through a similar scenario or the same scenario until we learn it. They don't care how many times we have to try. They will keep sending us back until we learn it. 
And <laughs> really, our job is the incarnate the incarnate's job is something that Tiara and I have learned, especially recently, is that the incarnate's job is really is to help the soul evolve. Like the incarnate and the higher self and the soul, we are all separate, but we all do work together to help with our evolution. This is how we grow. I agree with you 100%. And that's exactly why we're here. We are here to grow. Well, we're here to grow as as the soul. You're right. You're I I get exactly what you're saying. And it's it's really interesting because we will com- continue to come back and repeat these patterns and the and it's interesting because if you look at everybody look at your life and you're like god it's that one person that really drives us out of our mind and it's the one person that um always comes into my life and i keep repeating the same pattern over and over with this person that's the person you want to look at and go and go hey do I, it's time for me to break this pattern. And then when that person comes up and goes, Hey, come on, let's go run and play. Let's cheat. Let's lie. Let's do this and that. Start acknowledging that go, Oh, you know what? Thank you for showing me that I don't want to do that anymore. Right. And go reward yourself with a scoop of ice cream, a piece of chocolate or whatever, but they're, they're here to help you, you know, it's like your, it's like your mom and dad that like, if you had mom and dads that never give you love or whatever, and you're always trying to get them to love you and they don't, you're not getting that love and affection and appreciation that you want from them. Start looking at it a different way. Start looking at like, thank you for showing me that I need to start loving myself and start filling up with more appreciation for myself. So they're all here to help us grow. But it's that one person, I swear, if anybody looks in their lives, they're going to see that one person that always comes in and goes, you know what? Let's go do this. Let's go be bad. Let's go do that. And it's like, thank you for showing me. I don't want to repeat these patterns. Does that make sense? (laughs) It absolutely does. At least for me, it does. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Now let's say that we get to a place where we're like, okay, I don't want to repeat this pattern anymore. How do you shift and take advantage of that so that you're bringing in energies of success so that your dreams can come true? Oh, I love that. That's great. But let's back up before we get to dreams come true. Let's talk about how we get rid of um, beliefs and patterns. This is awesome. This is what I teach people. We go up into the library beliefs. And the library believes is this massive library. So we're actually going into the subconscious, right? And because that's where our patterns live and our patterns are there in our beliefs from our past lives. And sometimes we keep repeating the same pattern over and over again. We're like, Jesus, why does this keep happening? It's because we're bringing it from our past lives or we're bringing it from our ancestors. So I teach people how to go up in the library of beliefs And we grab books that have titles on them, like say, I will always, um, you know, I will never make enough money or um, I will always feel unworthy. All those things are what our beliefs are, our beliefs in our belief system. So I teach people how to actually grab the books and we throw them in the violet flame dumpster 
and the angels come in and help clear this. So it's super awesome. I mean, it's so powerful, the Library of Beliefs. Have you guys ever hmm. heard of that before? I haven't. I haven't. No, I haven't either. And it, it's, it sounds like it's a visualization technique. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is. Okay. It's, okay. Yes. Yes, it is. Because the more we visualize, what are we doing? We're tuning up our intuition. We're tuning up all of our, our gifts and talents to live within us. So I do a lot of visualization with people. And then people go like, oh, I can't see. I can't see. I go, it doesn't matter. It's the intention that we're throwing away those, those um, beliefs and those patterns that we keep repeating. And it's really cool to watch um, the clients that I do this with. Because I can see their face and the and the and the release and crying and like oh my gosh I didn't even know that this was up there in my subconscious. Wow. So it, it's super powerful. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And then we we talked about success and so success and dreams come true. So everything is made of energy and everything has a tone and a color to it. So. For success and dreams come true, this is really awesome, is the color of turquoise, right? Have you girls ever heard of that? I have not. Um, I may have like a long time ago. Yeah. So for success and dreams come true, what I love to teach people is to go stand underneath a turquoise waterfall. And when you bring this energy through you with gold and sparkles, try it. If you want to manifest something, try it. Go and stand underneath a turquoise um, waterfall and just say, I allow, I allow the energy of this turquoise turquoise color, I can never say that word, to flow through me and to bring in whatever you want to bring in, whatever it is you want to bring into your life, you know, just set your intention and stand in this waterfall of energy. And it is powerful. I try to fill up with that every day, you know, open up your heart, stand underneath that beautiful energy. Um, so that's the color of success and dreams come true. It's, it's gorgeous. I actually have a candle that's made out of that and I infuse it with the archangel. So it, it's pretty powerful stuff. Gosh, Mary, it, it sounds like you have mastered the art of intention and setting intention. Like you're a master it's, at it. Yeah, it's taken me all I it's taken me a long time, but you know, um, I'm trying to really because I think intention is the number one thing. Yeah. Tension is first, and then everything else will flow to you. And the biggest thing for me that I struggled with forever was opening my heart. And I think that's a daily basis for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's probably across the board for most people. I was going to say, same. Because we have a lot of regrets and we have a lot of heartache. Um, And then, you know, same with that. That's what I teach as well is when we go into the violet flame, I make your heart turn purple. And then once we go in there and we start letting the heartache go, the regrets, the sorrow. Oh my gosh, there's so much sorrow, a hopelessness and all of that, right? That stops our heart power. Our heart power is the door, is the door to our soul. Mm. And when you learn how to let that that heart turn purple, you will see the 
the black gunk just leaving you. And then you're, you're opening that window to new possibilities. I'm going to try that tonight. This yeah, sounds interesting. This all sounds so fascinating because like I said, I can see colors and I can manipulate energy within my body to see the colors. And so I'm going to try this. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. And then the great thing to for it to do is say, universe, I open to have to let love flow through me and fill me daily. That is powerful. So you're you're saying I open and I'm ready to receive and I'm going to have this love flow through me and fill me overflowing with love daily. That is a great affirmation to say every day. And then you say this, hey, guides, angels. And if I forget, keep this on automatic. Well, I was just going to say what I really love about this is that this is stuff that literally anybody can do. Like you don't have to be an expert to be able to set intentions for yourself um, in order to change your life. And so that's why, you know, Mary, you were talking about earlier sensing emotions. And I, I think this is something that a lot of people will probably resonate with is being able to take some of this and apply it in their own lives. Um, you know, and that's what I like about this kind of work. I, I you know, I, what I like about this is that the way I teach is super simple and everybody can get it because yeah. I've seen some healers and, and things they're so out there and you're just like, I, I have no idea what you're doing. And sometimes you get on a, a session with somebody that's a healer and they just, they're just sitting there and you're just like, uh, what's going on? Mine, you are working, you are working and you're learning these tools because my job is to show you the tools and your job is to imply them. Hmm. And that's what I love about what I do, because it's like, here, I'm going to give you a whole toolbox that you can use all the time. And you can go back and listen to the recording, jump into that violet flame, jump into the turquoise energy, jump in the divine feminine. Let's talk about the divine feminine energy. That energy and the violet flame energy are the two most important things you need in your life. So so the divine feminine energy is the root chakra, right? And if we're not overfilled, flowing with the divine feminine energy, that's when the fear is going to come in. That's when we get scared. That's when nothing works. That's when no clients come in. That's when no job opportunities come in. So how do we stay in the divine feminine energy? This is awesome. This morning in my meditation, the, the, the divine feminine energy came in and it was me sitting down on a um, flame. A um, ruby red is the color of the divine feminine. That's the divine um, feminine um, energy. And you sit on this flame and you have it come up through your root. And you just sit in this energy and you just ask divine mother, thank you for filling me up with safety and security. That's it. And then you can imagine, sense, or feel that energy flowing up through your spine, all the way back down, all the way down to Mother Earth. Now let's combine Mother Earth's energy with the divine feminine energy. Now we're really going to start feeling safe and secure. And what I like to tell people too is put your ruby red tights on. Wear your ruby red tights, right? And put your purple hat on. 
And man, you're ready to go out and conquer the day. Wow. The ruby red tights on. That was an interesting analogy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to envision that. Yeah, I was just like, huh, like envisioning ruby red. And I'm like, huh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, because that truly keeps you safe and secure. And I like to tell um, people to sit in a ruby red hot plate, to sit on that, because then you can start expanding that energy out, right? In your in your field, it's the ruby red is like the number one thing. Also, um, you're the little divine child. Now, the little divine child is your scared child, is your trauma, traumatized child. Working with your divine child is huge. And your divine child is, you know, your way of connecting to your soul. And with the divine child, what I like to do is um, pull out a little golden cup out of her pocket. And I ask the divine feminine to fill it up. So you could say it's um, strawberry milk, whatever your whatever, but make it ruby and drink it, drink it. Because now you're drinking in the divine feminine energy and it's flowing through you. You're going to feel safe and secure. You're not going to be in the fear. The fear will mellow out. Sorry, I'm just pondering. I'm just, I know, I'm just pondering. You you, you put me in like this train of thought and pondering, and that's why if we seem at loss for words, that's why it's because we're deep in thought. (laughs) You guys are so funny. No, it's crazy. There's a lot of tools out there, and they work. They're it's color, it's really truly color, drinking it in, stepping in, in it, putting it all around you, and it raises your vibration instantly. Allie, don't you it have absolutely a... absolutely does, and that's... Huh? Well, sorry. Um, I didn't I, I didn't mean to jump over you. Um, I was just, She was talking about color, no, and I was, was going to ask, don't you have, like, an acupuncturist who uses color? Yeah, he uses color for everything. He's great. Yeah, I just... Yeah, that's so How cool. does he do that? Um... So his acupuncture, he just works very like deep within the seven chakra system. So when you go and see him, like he'll ask in the first time I ever went to go see him, he put in all the needles and he leaves you in a room for 20 minutes and you have to keep your eyes closed. And he says, so you've never done you, you, this is your first visit you have to pay attention to all the colors that you see. And I was like, colors. He's like, yeah. He's like, any colors that you see, if they flash, if they, if he was just like, you'll naturally see them. Even if you're a person who can't see colors, when you come see me, you will start to see colors in the 20 minutes that you're on the table. And so after the 20 minutes, he, he comes back in and he asks you like, what colors did you see? And you just start listing them. And he knows exactly He like he'll know exactly what those colors are either tied to in like whether it's body heat or an organ in the body or if it's a memory or anything. And so he goes deep, deep into colors. And so every time I go see him now, um, because he he's gotten to know me and my story a little bit more, he'll send me home and he'll say, I want you to pay attention to all the colors that you have in the dream world 
And then I want you to message me in the morning with all the colors and then we'll go through some interpretations. So his work is really fascinating. It yes. sounds incredible. It is. He's yeah, really I, my cool. mind my mind was blown too when she was talking about that. I was just like, what? I have never heard of this. Well, you know, they have those machines like you go and they 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 pulse light on you. But this sounds way better. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So um, hopefully Tiara will visit him when she gets down here. Yeah. When are you going to go? Well, I'm actually supposed to leave. What's today? Uh, today is, as of this recording, January 8th. I'm actually supposed to be there on the 15th. So, um, so next, oh, week has been next just, Monday. That's my birthday. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Happy early birthday. That's cool. Thanks. Thank birthday. you. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. And so I was like, eh, I might as well just check him out, you know, see, see what he's about. It's the least I can do. Oh, yeah. And report back to us. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Oh, I'll have this. This will be recorded on a podcast. Uh, you, you two, are you going to do podcasts down there when you're down there? Yes. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah, we have we have a couple things that we want to we'll continue to work on the podcast, but we are also working on opening our channeling sessions to the public. We just haven't really been able to put together what that's going to look like and how we can make it interactive and how to get the public involved, but our channeling sessions are quite fascinating. And some really big energies come through and some of it's like it's the archangels. Sometimes it's Gaia and we ask her like what's going on with the ascension process. Sometimes we talk to Egyptian gods, Hin- uh, Hindi gods. And so we kind of they love when we do our channeling. And I we, I just kind of we came up with this idea and I was like, hey, what if we open them to the public? So in one of our channeling sessions, we had asked all these entities and beings like, hey, what do you think about us opening up to the public? And they were just like, we love the idea. So it's been something in the works. We just have to work out what that's going to look like. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be great. Oh, I, I think it's going to be so neat. I think you two need to get a YouTube channel. Oh, <laughs> we do have one. It's just... <laughs> I've been lazy. <laughs> Not lazy. It's just like, you know, it's hard ah. to put out the energy to just this last like couple months. It's just been, I've been dealing with a lot of transition. We both have been. And so we just haven't been able to put out the energy like we want to. But 2024, I think is going to be our year. And so our plan is to not only get the podcast episodes on YouTube, but start like doing appearances. And maybe if that means posting one of our channeling sessions, like, you know, maybe that's something we can do too. So that- we have some ideas. Well, that's, yes. So that's exactly what I'm getting for you too. Absolutely doing the channeling channeling um, sessions on YouTube. So people can actually see you. And um, I think the vibration will be higher too, if they can actually see you guys. I think that's awesome idea. What yeah. are, What are your thoughts um, on 2024? What have you heard from your guides about 2024? The energies that are coming in. Uh, like for the population as a whole or for ourselves individually? I would go, I would go for the first, let's go with the whole population. Hmm. Tiara? 
so what I've been seeing is that 2024, um, some of the 2024 numerology I have been seeing and how people say that 2024 is, um, you know, if you reduce the numbers, it's eight, eight is infinity. So that a lot of people are going to have these profound opportunities um, available to them if they seize them. But it's also a karmic year. It's also right. a karmic year. Um, and so there's going to be a lot of karma coming through and releasing that karma. It's also infinity. So it's also the year of money. It's also a, in Chinese zodiacs, it's also a dragon year. And the dragon is really known for good fortune and also money. And mm -hmm. so, but with that karma, I think it's going to be a really interesting contrast of abundance and karma. Yeah, I heard that all the, that the karma, it's time to step up and acknowledge yes. what we've done and let it go. Yeah, releasing that karma. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, yeah. It, it's just how many people have that ability to release it. Right. And so with the karma years, too, I think it could also bring up a lot of fear. So I think it's going to be a really interesting year. Very. Yes. I, I think it, I think for the people that are doing the work, it's going to be, it's going to be mind blowing. I think a lot of people's lives are going to change. I think they're going to start realize, realizing that they don't need to hold on to certain things or be in certain relationships. It's time to cut mm. the relationships. I love that. Yes, I hope, I, I hope that's the case. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's time. It's time for us to really start sitting in our own space and start going, huh, does that relationship bring me happiness? Does that relationship bring me joy? How do I feel? That's the main thing. How do I feel? What do I need? What do I need right now? And because and, and I'm starting to feel like different people in my life that I've known for a long time, I don't want to be around them anymore. Same. My right. my vibration feels weird. I, I, I and I'm picking up their energy more and more, and it's making me go, "What? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy." I've had a lot of epiphany in the last few months of 2023, and I just I've been in and out of hermit mode, but the last few months I went into a deep hermit mode, and I just realized a lot of the people in my life like no offense. It's just our energy isn't matching. And so I've really had to take a few steps backwards and focus on myself and just really figure out and weed out things that don't serve my life anymore. And as difficult as that can be for some of our listeners, I just want to extend the message that it's okay. It's okay to do that. And, you know, if it feels right, I encourage you to do that. Absolutely. Yes. No, it, it, it'll be mind changing because once we do that, and I know you ladies know this, once we do cut those cords with those people and weed out those people, we're going to have new people coming in, new people that align with us because we're making room. And I think that's an important thing that your listeners need to know. Every time we clear out the old, something more, and it's beyond what we ever expected, right? We always have these expectations of what we think is going to come in our life, it's going to be better than we ever expected. And I think that's what we have to look forward to in 2024. That's wonderful. I love that so much. Yes, I'm excited for this year. 
2023 was a very big roller coaster year, as most years are. But for me personally, it was a really big roller coaster year. And I don't, I, I know there's a lot of stuff happening around the world, but I just, I can't put energy into worrying about it. I just put the energy as if it happens, we'll deal with it when it comes here or when that bridge passes. But until then, I'm planning on having a great year. Good. And that, my friend, is a great way to be. <laughs> Agreed. N- not worrying. Yeah, not worrying about the future. So this is one of the tools that I can um, share with your listeners is we, we're always in, you know, thinking about our future, expectations of our future. So I teach people how to grab a, this giant book. And this book, the title says, my expectations of the future, right? So it's a massive book because that's where we put all our, our energy into it. And we walk over this beautiful bridge and we look over and it's a river. And this river has golden sparkles, just beautiful river going through, golden sparkle river. It's energy. We take this book, My Future Expectations. Remember, we're leaking our energy when we're in the future. And we throw it into the water. Now, sometimes it's really hard to throw it in the water. Like sometimes I'll have one hand hanging on it and I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to release this. Just keep practicing, throw it in the water, watch the books, just go underneath the bridge and just roll on down this beautiful golden river. And then when you got the courage, you jump into the river and you say, I surrender. I surrender to my higher self, right? And the more you do that, the more you'll start being in the present, present right here, right now, because If you really think about it, where we are right now, aren't we all happy right now? All three of us are happy. We're all right here. We don't need to be in the present. We don't need to be in the past. And that's where we need to be. So this book of expectation, our future expectation is a great tool to use um, on your future. I think our listeners are going to extract a lot of value from hearing you today, Mary. So thank you so much for joining us and um, listening to our podcast and, you know, spreading the word about us and trying to provide some guidance and support to our listeners, because we're always doing that for them. Like anything we can do to assist them and help them on their spiritual journey um, is what we prioritize on this show. So, you know, your guidance and wisdom is very, very much appreciated. Well, thank you. I'm so thrilled that I could be um, on your podcast today. The two of you are rock stars. You're just going to go, you're going to do more and more for society. So well done to you too. And thank, thank you for you. having me. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so we'll much. stay in touch because once we start doing our channeling sessions, we'll definitely let you know when those go, go live in case you want to participate or join. Oh, I would absolutely love to. The two of you, you guys are just getting started, just so you know that. And I think you know that. Yeah, (laughs) I think we got that sense, too. We we do. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I'm so happy that I was able to join. I wasn't sure if I could join today because I have a house emergency, Um, but I'm happy it all worked out. The universe responded, you know to me not wanting to miss out. So thank you so much. I hope 
everyone can extract an amazing lesson from this. There is so many things even I'm going to try. And it was just so enlightening to have Mary on. And thank you again so much. Thank you, you guys. You guys have a beautiful day. All right. Thanks. You too. And for those of you guys who are really interested, I'll make sure all Mary's information is in the show notes. So you can find that information there. All right, you guys. Talk to you again soon. Bye. Have a great week. Bye-bye.